Oh, man. I, I can't believe I didn't even bring up Robbie Gold missing three field goals. Who cares, dude? Who cares? You won. I I have to sit next to you watching the Monday night football game. Oh, you barely you sat next to me. You tiffy. barely sat next to me. You throw a tiffy about your kicker missing stuff. You already won your matchup. I'm sitting here with an 8,000 point week. <laughs> well, that's not my fault. Have some respect. <laughs> that's not my fault. You have none. Justin, you can't put inappropriate stuff with me saying inappropriate stuff as the openers, okay? No. I have a career. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, make that the intro. Justin, make that the intro. Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome into the Let's Talk Fantasy Football Podcast. I am here with you again with Jack from the very same room as last week. We are together. It is great. And Jack, holy bleep. Thank you. Family show. Did we have an insane week of fantasy football? And I'm not being dramatic. So, folks, we start off this show a lot. To get the energy up, we say, wow, what a week, you know? We don't mean it most of the time. Never. Most of the time, almost never. <laughs> it's it's your run-of-the-mill week, and we're bored of it. But to please the people, to put, I mean, we're part of the entertainment business, we put on a show. Ladies and gentlemen, this weekend was a show and we are not just saying that tommy's got some numbers he'll be sharing throughout the episode but boy i mean some high scores some some high scores that we haven't seen before i have never seen anything like this i mean we should we should dig into it deep we'll put out a blog post on our website (laughs) this week but we could look back at past seasons i mean the the breadth of Individual player performances that exceeded 4,000 points. I I don't remember that this ever happening in one week. I've never I've never seen this many great individual performances in the same week. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's my team. And <laughs> uh, in a week where three teams, ladies and gentlemen, or no, not three teams, two teams, uh, exceeded... 20,000 points, which is something that only happens once or twice a season. It never happens. It, do, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I don't think... Now, there might be one or two instances in the history of the league where 20,000 has been reached. I know for sure it was done in the earlier seasons when our point categories were a little bit higher. I decreased some defensive stuff, some some other random things... Years ago now. Since that happened, there hasn't, there hasn't, I don't, there, it's maybe zero. Yeah. But there hasn't been more than one or two 20,000 point weeks in the last five or six years. It's insane. And my team racked up 8,000 points. <laughs> 8,628 points. Uh, man, I mean, we'll get into that. Let's not make it about me. But Tommy, a lot to talk about. Let's. Let's get into the first matchup and and let's dissect this because, boy, what a fun week. 
an incredibly fun week. Let's, I'm going to, I'm, best for first. Best for first. Best for first, as they say. Let's kick it off right away with the highest scoring week this league has ever seen under any, under any, you know, point totals, under any stat things. Any way you twist it. Any number. Any number, Bill. Anna puts up 20,874 points, absolutely, of course, obliterating her opponent. I don't even need to tell you their score to know that she obliterated them. But Dad put up 11,852. Jack, you mentioned your point total. What was that point total again? 8,000. I mean, uh, 8,600. Yeah, 8,628. 8,628. Jack, Anna would have beat you with Deshaun Watson and Aaron Jones alone. Anna could have sat the rest of her roster. Oh, no. And she would have beat you with 8,700 and change. Wow. Yeah, Deshaun, I mean, let's start there. Deshaun Watson, Tommy. What a game. 4,174. 426 passing yards. 46 rush yards. 5 passing TDs. The only... I guess, I, I don't even, I mean, it's not a downside, but like, you would hope for for Hopkins yeah, to have more than 1230. Well, you, you tell me that Deshaun Watson is throwing five touchdowns and 400 yards. I'm, I guarantee you DeAndre Hopkins has at least 2,000 points, yeah. and that's a bare minimum. Yeah, he's at least got one touchdown and 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. We will so, talk about where all those right. points went. Harsh to call it a downside. I mean, I think we can all agree there's no downside to Anna's team this week. But Watson, that was a statement game. I mean, he came out there. Houston got the win 53-32 to over Atlanta. What's up? Atlanta's really bad. Yeah, no, but like, like, with with how Watson struggled last week. I'm, I'm not saying it wasn't a statement game. I'm just, how bad is Atlanta? Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I hear you. Rude, because you know I'm a Matt Ryan guy. <laughs> You, you know I'm a Falcons a Falcons fan. A Falc fan, if you will. But Watson, unbelievable. Aaron Jones, who Anna traded for in a brilliant trade with Louie. Incredible. Anna's first time with Aaron Jones on her roster. He rushes for 170 yards, four rushing touchdowns. Oh, and yeah, seven catches for 75 yards. Unbelievable. If you took away his 107 rushing yards and four touchdowns, Aaron Jones would have had a good week. Great week. <laughs> Great week. <laughs> the same week as DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> a little bit less. A little bit less. Um, 45-70 for Aaron Jones. That is, unsurprisingly, the best running back total of the week. Although not by much. Best running uh, back total of the season, no? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Um, man, Cooper Cup was brilliant. He got 17 targets. Nine catches, 117 yards, 2,200 for him. DJ Chark, who is now, after this week, putting up 3,240 with 164 yards and two touchdowns. He is a top five wide receiver on the year. What? Anna has. (laughs) One could make a serious, serious argument for Anna having three of the top 10 receivers in fantasy football this season. Right. Because if I were to tell you Anna had two top five fantasy wide receivers right now, 
you'd assume DeAndre Hopkins was one of them. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. He's number 19 or something like that on the year. Yeah. That's probably not going to continue. Yeah. So, to your point, <laughs> I guess it's in the realm of possibility that she ends up with three top 10 wide receivers. I mean, it's within the realm of possibility that she ends up with three top five wide receivers, but we won't talk about that yet. I mean, that's that's unrealistic. To it's in the that. realm of possibility to talk about the fact that she could have three top three wide receivers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Do you have three top one wide receivers? Or do we go too far? <laughs> I, think, I think we've finally gone too far. <laughs> no, but Jack, Hopkins, you got to figure. We're going to spend point, an entire the, episode on this <laughs> team. Rightfully so, dude. This doesn't ever happen. Except for the fact that it happened to Drew this week as well. <laughs> but, no, right now, her wide receiving core looks dynamite. Because Cup has been incredible. The targets are there. Chark clearly is Minshew's guy. Yeah. So as long as Foles is out, Chark is he's a play every week now. You can't sit Chark. Nope. So her wide receiving core is set outside of bye weeks. And now, Todd Gurley's looking better. He's been... Each week, more involved. Yeah. Each week, playing in more snaps. He puts up 17-20 and uh, two more touchdowns for him. He did lose a fumble, but that's not really a concern. She also picked up Jordan Howard, who now is all of a sudden like taking control of the Philadelphia backfield. So he's a viable play. He puts up 1,200. He's like a top 15 running back. Greg Zerline, as good as ever. She's got Tevin Coleman on her bench, who just came back from his injury. The 49ers run game is out of control, and Tevin Coleman looked really good. John Brown, another good week for him, 1,000 points on from five catches and 75 yards. TJ Metcalf had to... I mean, you look at his bench, he could have played all of them. Yeah. And Delaney Walker has a down week, 150. That's back-to-back really bad weeks for him, so if you want to point to something that you say, oh, this maybe isn't working out so well for him, I guess you go to that if you have to choose something. But yeah. Delaney Walker's one of the best tight ends in the league, so... The Titans offense is just not clicking. Anyway, Anna, soak this in. Job well, yeah, oh yeah. Bask in this. (laughs) This doesn't happen. No. Print this out. Yeah. Bring it to your local Home Depot and get that thing framed. I was just going to say, make sure to take a screenshot of your week this week. Because you will lose it at the end of this year. Include your bench. Because, yeah, (laughs) I'm kidding. Oh man, anyway, congratulations, Anna. I can't... I put up 16,000 this week, which feels great. I can't imagine what 20,800 feels like. Oh, man. Two of her people would have beat my team. Okay. Well, <laughs> Dad had a respectable week, too. I mean, on the other side, nothing to scoff at. 11,852. Dak Prescott losing at home to the Packers. Bad week for the Cowboys, but still Dak, a productive fantasy week with 2,600 points. He had 463 passing yards, two touchdowns. Three interceptions, woof. That was the uh, unfortunate part. But Dad getting a solid performance from Mark Ingram, 1,100. I mean, not solid for Mark Ingram standards, but solid nonetheless. George Kittle finally waking up. Six receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Welcome, George Kittle. He is supposed to be really big this year. This is his first week over 1,000. Do you think he's going to... Turn it on, or do you think we, you know, I don't know, those first three weeks? No, nah, he's fine. It's been a slow start for George Kittle, but he looked great. He was breaking all kinds of tackles. Uh, the 49ers look great. George Kittle, you're playing they him. They look you're, good, man. Yeah, George Kittle, you're playing him every week. Nothing to worry about for Dad. 
besides that, I mean, he had a good performance from the Chargers defense, uh, but really, really bad week from his team outside of the, the guys you just mentioned. Robert Woods wasn't good again. Sterling Shepard, fine, seven twenty from him. You're, you're, you know, that's you're expecting, a, or you're hoping for a thousand from Sterling yeah. Shepard. But honestly, a fine stream of of QT with eight seventy. I think that's his, that's his best game of the year. So Ronald Jones only got six sixty. It was looking promising two weeks in a row for Ronald Jones, and of course, so Dad plays him, and then Peyton Barber gets the touchdown this week. So I mean, you you had to see that. <laughs> you like. I if I should have put a bet on that because of course that was going to happen. So Dad falls to two and three, and Anna rises to two and three. But Anna's team is looking like the much better team right now at two and three. Oh yeah. Are we worried at all about Dad's team, or once Devonte Adams comes back, things look better and he's fine? Or I'm extremely worried about Dad's team. Robert Woods is. Not the piece of that offense that he once was. Cooper Cup's getting too much of the love, I think. Um, yeah. And besides Mark Ingram, Dad doesn't have a running back. Uh, I guess Damian Williams is supposed to be better, but... Yeah, we'll see what he looks like yeah. a few weeks after the coming back from the injury, if he sure. can get some sort of rhythm. Sure. Um, here's what I'll say, though. 49ers, Patriots... The only two undefeated teams in the league, Tom Brady and Tom Brady's shoulda, coulda, woulda backup. Absolutely. Power Bill Belichick. It reigns supreme today, and it will continue to reign supreme. Handsome Jimmy G. Tommy, shall we venture on to the slightly less exciting but still exciting next matchup? Yes, absolutely. Let's. We might as well move on to the other 20,000-point performance of the week. Drew... Puts up 20,770, barely nudging out Greg, who put up a very respectable 9,814. <laughs> and you, I will let you take the reins on Greg's team here in a second. You can start with the quarterback position there. Um, Drew would have lost to Anna by 104 points. Oh, that and, would have been magical. A 20,000 point loss. I mean that that's the that's the kind I might stop playing fantasy football forever if that ever Oh, happens. that's a career ender. That's a career ender. No, you don't come back from that, of course. That goes without saying. If you lose with a 20,000 point point total, I mean, Drew, I know you said I should talk about Greg's team, but I just I look over at Drew's team and there's so much to be excited about. Matt Ryan, I mean, Matt Ryan's a stud. You still drafted him too early. No, I mean, he's great. So, I get it. Quarterbacks are valuable. But you go to the other side, man. <laughs> and Greg's quarterback, Baker Mayfield, ladies and gentlemen, tonight in the Monday Night Football game, his team loses to the 49ers 31-3. to Baker Mayfield put up 100 passing yards. Nice. Very That's 400 cool. points. Smart. 400 points. Terrible week for a quarterback, but you're on the board. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Baker Mayfield also threw two interceptions and lost a fumble. Which equals negative 400 points. In our league. Baker Mayfield scored zero points, which is... I mean, not that the rest of Greg's team was phenomenal, but that's insurmountable. Your quarterback can't score zero and you win. You get a, your team's not going to win. Here's the thing, Jack. Because I, other than like a quarterback getting injured, a la Nick Foles, 
and even Nick Foles wouldn't have did not goose in that game. But like, how many exact goose eggs have there ever been in the history of fantasy from a quarterback? Yeah, you don't see that because often. you're either going to get negative or barely any. But he put up a perfect zero. I mean, that's that's that's, that's applaudable. That's applaudable. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. also aiming for zero, but unfortunately, he got 376 <laughs> points, 27 receiving yards, lost a fumble, 15 rushing yards. Here's the scary part, Jack, is they made a concerted effort to heavily involve Odell Beckham in the offense, and he put up 376 points. Pretty brutal. I mean, yeah, very, very brutal. Any bright spots for Greg? Jared Cook, tight end, extraordinaire, caught a touchdown, four catches for 41 (laughs) yards. Would have been a bad game, but he caught a touchdown, so great job. And Minnesota's defense. Uh, stopping Danny Dimes, they only allowed between seven and thirteen points. They had four sacks and a safety, so nineteen hundred points for the defense. Like I said, if Baker Mayfield goes out there and puts up a Deshaun Watson week, you know it's a respectable point total for Greg's team. But he would have had to do a whole lot more than a Baker Mayfield performance to beat to beat Drew this week. All Stephon Diggs only getting five ninety. Nick Chubb only getting a thousand. Uh, James White only getting a thousand. Mike Williams getting a thousand. I mean, not bad for your wide receiver three, but I don't know. Just not a great week for Greg Greg's team. Uh, what are you gonna say? I, I just I guess what are your thoughts on Greg's team overall? I was just gonna say, all joking aside about Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham, he was having a good week going into Monday night. I mean, you look at the bottom the the bottom seven players on his yeah. roster. Yeah, he he was projected for over thirteen thousand points going into tonight, and Baker Mayfield put up zero, and Odell Beckham put up three hundred seventy six. Yeah. So he went all in on the Browns. Yeah, and he lost. He yeah. lost all of his chips. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He lost all of his chips. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get the performances he wanted from his running backs. But other than that, like you said, the bottom the bottom four. Players especially his flex spot with D.D. Westbrook, Jared Cook, Chris yeah, Boswell's yeah. kicked yeah. in his defense. He, solid performances. On Drew's side, man, I mean, I'll talk about the the few low spots. Frank Gore only getting 790 uh, in his flex, but that's okay. I mean, not a terrible performance from this flex spot. No. And then Chicago's defense only getting 700 points. That was just an embarrassing loss in general. They lose to the Raiders in London. Um, it's not a, great, not a great day to be a Bears fan, man. The Bears are... They always do this. They just always do this. They're always on the brink, and we think they're going to be good, and then they're not good. Well, Trubisky going out and having, you know, I even though Trubisky's bad, I bet you the Bears win if they have Trubisky. Sure. Um, but they had to go up against the Raiders. The Raiders! <laughs> ah, the Raiders! Nobody wants to play the oh, Oakland Raiders. The old silver and black. <laughs> the Raiders! Um, and Travis Kelsey <laughs> only getting 900, four catches for 70 yards. I mean, not terrible for a tight end, but terrible for Travis Kelsey, especially, I don't know, you just, you always think that if you're an offensive weapon on the Chiefs, you're going to get a, you're going to get a big point total, but the Chiefs actually lost to the Colts 19 to 13. Pretty surprising, but great coaching by Frank Wright. He coached um, a brilliant game. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. The perfect game plan. Yeah. I mean, he's the, people are talking about him like he's the next Bill Belichick in the sense that. He doesn't not do what you're supposed to. <laughs> like he, he focuses right. on who they're playing, and he he's actually smart. Does <laughs> what you're supposed to do based on their weaknesses. 
And instead of being like, oh, it's fourth down, I got to take the points here. Oh, oh no, I gotta... this is my team. <laughs> we, you know, we play our style of football. We do what we want. <laughs> you know, we're going we're gonna to use all weapons. You know, it's like, no, focus. He was like, I'm keeping the ball out of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah that's the only way you're going to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And he's smart enough to know that. Other teams, you know, we'll give it to him. You know, I trust my defense. <laughs> I trust my quarterback. Anyway, Drew's team, phenomenal week, of course. Travis Kelsey hasn't been Travis Kelsey yet, but you're not worried about him. Jack, Will Fuller puts up 4,670 points. Jack, Will Fuller went from wide receiver 66 before the week started to wide receiver 8 on the year from one week. Will Fuller, going into Sunday, on the year, through four weeks, had 14 catches, 183 yards, and no touchdowns. Will Fuller, on Sunday, had 14 catches, 217 yards, and three touchdowns. He doubled his receptions, more than doubled his yardage, and infinitely... (laughs) Increased his touchdown. Multiplied his touchdown count. Yeah, I mean, just the game of a lifetime. And what's crazier, I saw this on Twitter. Um, we didn't see it live, I don't think, because we were watching Red Zone. And uh, But Will Fuller was actually tackled on the one-yard line twice. Yeah. He was <laughs> twice I saw one, one yard away. From He, he was like, had, he could have had a five-touchdown game. Mm-hmm. Like, very within the realm of possibility. Which would be even more record breaking as if forty six seventy wasn't enough. What a bum. A total bum. Speaking of record breaking, Michael Thomas had two touchdowns for hundred and eighty two yards, eleven receptions. Are those all records? Uh every <laughs> single one of those was a record. No one's ever caught more than eleven <laughs> passes in a game. Uh crazy all NFL records. Matt Breida breaking NFL records with 114 <laughs> rushing yards, a rushing touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. No one's ever rushed a touchdown and caught a touchdown in the same game. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. As, as impressive as Anna's week, of course. But um, what surprised you the most about about <laughs> Drew's breakout week? I know I was expecting it. I've always been high on this team. Uh, dude, oh, oh. I mean, Will Fuller surprised me the most with his 4,600 points. Okay, besides Will Fuller, <laughs> we've been over him. Um, not really sure anything surprised me much. Great game from Matt Ryan, as you mentioned, 32-90. The Falcons are terrible, but he's, I think he's thrown the ball like 90-some times the last two games. They're so bad that he's going to have to keep throwing. Oh, and uh, so that's looking great for Drew. Calvin Ridley, 17-30. After a couple down weeks for him, he bounces back. That's nice. Derrick Henry, as steady as ever, 1380. And all of a sudden, Jack... Are you going to apologize to Drew? I think it's about time I issue an apologies for being so hard on him. This is the this is what I've been saying, dude. This is the team that I've been saying Drew put together. I mean, 20,000 points. Are you finally going to sing your swan song? I'm holding out, dude. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Drew only moves to four and one. No, joking aside, dude. I'm not singing my swan song yet. Okay, he. Jack. He put up a good week. He put up a good week. After five weeks, Drew's draft is officially not bad. It, it, I don't care what happens the rest of the season. I really don't. I don't. I, I don't. We're we're more than a third of the way through the regular fantasy football season. He is in 
second place only to Louie. And his team is great. His wide receivers. Now, Will Fuller is a complete wild card, of course. Will Fuller next week more than likely won't reach 1,000 points. But he's got a great wide receiver one. He's got a solid wide receiver two. He's got a wide receiver three that, when healthy, can get you 4,600 points. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a... Derrick Henry's been great. Derrick Henry has been great and very, very consistent. Matt Breida... If he stays healthy, the 49ers are running the ball very well. There is plenty of room for everyone at the table in the 49ers' backfield. Travis Kelsey is a beast. So I ask you this, Jack. Where are Drew's weaknesses? Because right now I'm not seeing many. His depth, you might point to, not that great. If he goes down with an injury, sure. But he's 4-1. and one. He's got the best defense in the league. He's got the arguably the best tight end in the league. His team looks great. He's got to be feeling great. I'm happy for him. He's had some very tough goes over the recent years, and uh, this draft really has worked out so much better than I could have ever anticipated. It's 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 been brilliant so far. What do you want, what do you want me to say? <laughs> How am I supposed to respond to that? An absolute an absolute clinical takedown. Congrats, Drew. Congrats, Anna. Twenty thousand pointers in the same week. You guys are you have moved me beyond words. Tommy, I can testify, is in tears right now. I mean tears upon tears streaming down his face. He has tears on tears. Jack, I would offer Greg advice, but I'm almost certain he has never listened to a single one of these podcasts. Uh don't keep starting Baker Mayfield. And what do you think? Maybe move Michael Gallup out of his IR? <laughs> you know? That might be a good I don't idea. know. That might be a good idea considering he put up 113 yards and a touchdown. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised he even put Michael Gallup in his IR. I didn't know he was making moves. Um, yeah. It was a while ago. Okay, cool. Well, Greg, you are... Gonna keep losing unless you make some changes and hit the waiver wire. So, do that. <laughs> Moving on. Do that or flew that. Do that or flew that. Next. No, no, no. Next matchup. On today's edition of The Next Matchup. Sponsored by Jordan Dahl Cookhouse. Jordan Dahl. We don't cook houses. We cook food. In our cookhouse. Come over. Jordan Dahl. I'm going to move on to my matchup with Scott as the next matchup. It was the only matchup this week that was still undecided going into the Monday night game. Scott had a very small chance of beating me. I had Robbie Gold and San Francisco's defense to play, and if things had gone horribly, he could have snuck out a victory. But things actually went very well. I beat Scott with a score of 16,132. To Scott's 13,758. <sighs> Another brutal loss Another for brutal Scott. loss for Scott. He falls to 1-4. and four. I move up to 2-3. and three. <sighs> It really is brutal. Scott has two injuries. Uh, Wayne Gallman Jr., after 14 rushing yards, goes out with a concussion, does not return. Sammy Watkins, I guess, was apparently on the field. I never saw him on the field. It might have been one play, literally, and then he re-aggravated his hamstring and was not seen again. 
so even with those two things happening, Sammy Watkins virtually doesn't play. Gallman's out in the first quarter. Scott still puts up almost 14,000. And he made some wrong a wrong decision at his quarterback position. So if he plays Kyler Murray like he has the rest of the season, he's got another 1,300 points. So then you're looking at he's got 15,000 again in a loss. Yeah. He can't catch a break. Yeah. No, he, he can't catch a break. Chris, oh my God, Godwin, though. Jack, if you had told me that Chris Godwin was going to get 2,800 and Mike Evans was going to goose. 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 Matchup over. Matchup over. I have you can't no that. chance. I have no chance. Yeah. I would have never thought I would win if you would have told me that. But Chris Godwin is now the number one wide receiver on the year. Chris, oh my God, Godwin. You've got to be bleeping me. Allen Robinson, with Chase Daniels at the quarterback position, puts up 97 yards and two touchdowns. Kamara, disappointing week from him, only 1392. Disley, fine fine week, 1080. Philip Lindsay looked wonderful, 2270. So with Kamara, Lindsay, and Carrion Johnson, Scott's got an excellent three running backs. And then Crosby, 1100. Houston, 1250. Scott was down, and my team, which we're gonna, you're going to talk about in a second, just took off. Like I got like I got a head start on Scott this week, yeah. and just I got all my touchdowns in like twelve minutes. And then <laughs> first Scott half of the first set of games, Scott had like less than a five percent chance of winning. And then Allen Robbins or Chris Godwin got a garbage touchdown. Houston got a pick six after the game was over. And then all of a sudden it was like. Oh my gosh, Scott might actually come back. But alas, it was just to torture him a little bit more. Uh, the gods gave him some hope, and then they took it right away. Jack, Scott has a great team, and he is 1-4. Scott, do not give up. You have put up a ton of points. So right now, Scott, you've put up 68,000 686, which, wow, wow, is, of course, only behind Anna, Drew, and Louie, because Anna and Drew, after their weeks, are in second and first place for points overall. Louie, with his bad week this week, drops. But, Scott, the point is, your team has been elite, and you've had very bad luck. You made the claim that your team was going to keep scoring the same amount of points the rest of the year. If that's true, I promise you, your luck is going to turn around. And at 1-4, with the point advantage you have over basically everyone that you're close to in the standings, except for Anna, you have that tiebreaker over everyone. All you need to do is squeak into the playoffs, my man. Don't give up hope yet. It's a long season, a lot of games to be played. Your team is great. It's going to work itself out. Jack. My team. All I'm going to say is Christian McCaffrey. You're going to say that to me. You're going to look. You're going to look me in the eyes, ladies and gentlemen. We are lucky enough to be in person together tonight, recording this podcast. And my brother's going to look me in the eyes while he says that name to me. Christian McCaffrey. I love him so much, Jack. <laughs> I am so happy. I know exactly how you feel. I'm so happy you and Scott gifted him to me. 
I can never repay you guys. I can never repay you guys. I will never, <laughs> ever pass on Christian McCaffrey again. For as long as he's in the NFL, he will be my first round draft pick. If he's available, of course. If he's available. Jack. Christian McCaffrey put up 176 rushing yards, two touchdowns, caught six balls for 61 yards, and another touchdown. He's been, quite simply, unbelievable so far through five games. Anything else you'd like to add about my team? Dude... Tom Brady the GOAT. I mean, 2,500 points. Enough said. Julian Edelman is catching passes from Tom Brady the GOAT. 2,100 points. Enough said. Chris Carson, I mean, we talked about him a little bit because they were in the Thursday night game against the Rams. Chris Carson puts up 1,880 points, 118 rushing yards, a catch for five yards, and a receiving touchdown. Are you excited about Chris Carson? I mean, I would be. I'm very. I've. I. We're talking a lot about C Mac, but you've got an argument for the best one-two punch at running back in the league. And I know you say, "Oh no, it's Louie with Dalvin Cook and Zeke Elliott." Give me C Mac and C Car all day. Yeah, well, if Christian McCaffrey keeps this up. <laughs> C-Mac C- plus anyone exactly. is the best running back yes. duo in the NFL. I could maybe sit my running back two and I'd still have the best yeah. one and two combo. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm very encouraged by Chris Carson. Uh, the fumble He hasn't fumbled in the last two games after fumbling multiple times in the first few games. If he does not fumble, this backfield is his. He's better than Rashad Penny. He's getting the carries. I'm, I'm very... I'm. It's it's. I told you... I You'd... Asked me what was going to be the difference maker in my matchup with Scott this week. I said I was looking at the running back position. I won. Yep. I won the running back you position. You were right about that. And, uh, yeah, I'm, that's uh, definitely the brightest spot on my team right now is my my running backs, Christian McCaffrey and Chris Carson. The 49ers, quietly a dominant defense. You're looking to maybe keep them long-term, not a week-by-week stream, but that's a defense that you might be able to put out there even against an offense like the Rams. Who knows? I, no, I will, I will say right now, I have no plans to not play there we go. the 49ers next week against the Rams. Bold move alert. Um, all right, I mean, anything else to say? I mean, I don't want to really you know boast about your team too long. It was a good week. You, you had some holes, though. I mean, I know, I know you know you were carried by... By a few really strong performances. So, are you worried about your depth at all, or are you, are you feeling good moving to two and three? Um, I, I'm definitely feeling very good uh, because I have some really dominant players, primarily Christian McCaffrey. Uh, when he's on your side, you got to feel good. Um, but I'm uh, was encouraged. Like a really bad insurance slogan. <laughs> when we're on your side, you got to feel good. <laughs> I was like. So far this year, I've been very encouraged by my running back depth and running back options. With Damian Williams back, Michelle McCoy lost a fumble, only puts up 130 points, didn't get a single carry in the game. Now, the Chiefs looked bad, so it could just be a product of that. But So I'm not encouraged by Michelle McCoy right now. I can't play him with any confidence next week. Miles Sanders now, three weeks in a row, has been actually pretty decent. He puts up 936, but he only got 15 rushing yards, and... It does seem like Jordan Howard is taking charge of that backfield. 
and I was hoping the opposite would happen. Of course, I thought over time Miles Sanders would take a heavier share. I was sure the opposite would happen. Yeah. I'm very shocked that Miles Sanders is not getting more work. Uh, so I'm holding out hope for Devil's, Devin Singletary. They held him out. Devil Singletary. <laughs> they held him out this week. They've got a buy next week, but then they, he's got the Bills have a nice few matchups. So I'm hoping he can be my my flex running back three option. Uh, because right now I am not high on Sanders or McCoy. And then Philip Dorsett went down with a hamstring injury. Demarcus Robinson, back-to-back weeks of not looking, not producing. I almost traded you for Philip Dorsett. That would have been hilarious. Hamstring injury. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah, he went down with a hamstring injury. So no, we'll see what he's like. Tyree Kill could be coming back. Demarcus Robinson. So point being, Marquise Brown a little banged up. I've got no depth at the wide receiver position, and I've got less depth at the running back position than I once had thought. So I am discouraged by my depth, but I think I've got the star power to carry me to some victories, and hopefully I can figure out the depth as the season goes along. Bravo. Cool. Um, Let's go to the worst matchup of the week. The Auden Tate Warriors, great team name by the way, uh, AU, the symbol for gold. And uh, so, Golden Tate Warriors, Golden nerd. State Warriors. Huge nerd. But Louie gets extremely lucky with an 11,846 point victory over the worst score of the week, 8,628, put up by Goff Goff Pass, aka Jack, aka JR. Louie would have beaten one other team this week. He would have beat Greg. That's when you know your season's going well is your team is dominant. It seems like you can do no wrong. You put up a dud, and you still win. Louis moves to 5-0. and And, yeah, it's a down week for him, and he gets away with it. So, I don't know, nothing really to talk about. We, we You mentioned Louis traded. Anna. It wasn't even that down of a week. No, I mean, it's a down almost, week for Louis. He almost yeah. cracked 12,000. But it was a down week. Consider like Louis. It's now we considering the fact that the average score this week was almost fourteen thousand. Yeah, that's an up week for me, so I'm just saying. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson's first bad performance, fourteen forty four through three interceptions, and uh, Baltimore was extremely lucky to get away with the victory. Very there. lucky to walk away with a Juju Smith Schuster. Another fumble that cost the Steelers a big game. I don't know if you remember last year he fumbled. Oh, yeah. it. He cost them the playoffs. Yeah, he vowed to never do it again. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Because that if the Steelers win that game, they're right back in it. Cleveland will be two and three. It was a huge loss. Baltimore will be two and three. And the Steelers will be two and three. It was a huge loss. Instead the Steelers are one and four and the Ravens are three and two. So yikes. Not great for Juju Smith Schuster. Tyler Lockett, solid as ever, thirteen sixty two. Down week for Josh Gordon. Down week for Curtis Samuel. Dalvin Cook, as good as ever, twenty two eighty. That's now four of the First five weeks, over 2,000 for Dalvin Cook. Zeke Elliott, 1610. Zeke Elliott's really just been fine. He hasn't scored over 2,000 yet, but he's been really consistent. Um, and Louis now has Josh Jacobs. So Anna and Louis swapped Josh Jacobs for Aaron Jones. Louis sending DK Metcalf Anna's way. Anna sending Curtis Samuel Louis's way. A really good situational trade. Uh, Anna took the trade. She believes in Josh Jacobs. I know she does. But Josh Jacobs was playing the Bears, 
which is a bad matchup, and then he's got a bye. And Anna's sitting one at three, and she's thinking, okay, I need to win now. Even if I think Josh Jacobs is going to be good, if I fall to one and five, what's that? what good is that going to do me? So I thought it was a really good trade offer by Louie. I understood it from both sides. Louie has time for Josh Jacobs to be bad. Turns out Josh Jacobs is just going to put up 2780 against the Bears, yeah, which absolutely. no one in the world saw coming, but he rushes for 123 yards and two touchdowns. The game script was perfect for him. They got up early, and John Gruden kept using him. So now Louis got Cook, Elliott, and Jacobs, still three great running backs. Um, the wide receiver position is still the weak spot on Louis' team, although Cortland Sutton seems to be breaking out. Another great performance, although on Louis' bench, very encouraging. Back-to-back great performances. Puts up 17-20 after his 2,000-plus last week. So, uh, And then... Tight end position still a weak spot for Louis as well. He's got Chris Herndon coming back from suspension next week. Hopefully that works out for Louis, And then maybe A.J. Green at some point in his life will play football again. We shall see. But 5-0, and oh, I don't know. I'm bored. Louis, <laughs> bored. Louis in the playoffs, and he's just got to worry about getting his team ready for that week 14 because he cannot lose in that week 14 again. Same old story. Same old story. Anything else you want to say about Louis' team? I'm guessing not. No, I mean, <laughs> no. what else is there to say? What else is there to say? Jack, your team is put together by duct tape and glue right now. You are... Gorilla glue. <laughs> very strong. Super glue. Super glue. Unbreakable. Unbreakable, some might say. Jared Goff, fine performance, 1890. Here's the problem, Jack. You've got Saquon Barkley injured, and although he is looking to come back, I doubt he's playing next week on Thursday against the Patriots. Tyrell Williams, you had out with an injury. T.Y. Hilton is hobbled. <laughs> You're starting. You are in such a position that you started Robbie Anderson with Luke Falk as his quarterback. McCole Hardman, who actually puts up a good week. 10-18. Very nice. But that's a desperation play. And you played, you started Royce Freeman as your running back too. Who puts up, honestly, 7-70. Which isn't that bad. Honestly. For Royce Freeman. And for a running back too. But, well, a discouraging week for you. Uh, I mean, I look at Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. 4 for 18. Not what you needed. Was a tough matchup. In a week... Where we saw multiple individuals yeah. put up over 4,000 points. This is the week that I needed that from Keenan Allen. Yeah. Keenan Allen goes out there and Keenan Allens, I get a W. I mean, he puts up three grand, I get a W. You know what I mean? Um, I hit the break this time. Four grand. <laughs> there you four go. grand like everyone else got. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'll have you know. There you go. Like you many go. other people got. Yeah. Uh, heck, and I got two of them. So... I don't know. I just, he's my guy. He's my wide receiver one. I needed him to carry my team. Like you said, like the guys you pointed out, some were desperation plays. Some were cross your fingers. Hard to die. Hope I see a ghost tonight. If I don't, I don't care. Um, Just a bad week, man. Can we move on? I mean, just a really, really bad week. Yeah. No bright spots on my, you know, anywhere. So I just. (sighs) Yeah. Even Joe Mixon. you would have hoped for him to get so much more than 1140. Jake, he literally had like 60 rushing yards on the first drive. I think Joe Mixon's ceiling is 1200. <laughs> Shit, dude. I mean, his floor is, you know. 
300. <laughs> so it's it's he's it's good. I mean, I don't know. It's what good. you're looking for from your end of second round pick? Yeah, no, I mean, but all joking aside, I mean, I don't expect Joe Mixon to get a 2,000 point game anytime soon. I mean, he's the Bengals are bad. Yeah, he's just Bengals. not going to have those blow up games because the Bengals offense isn't going to have blow up games. It's tough. You need Saquon Barkley back, and you need. I need Saquon range. Barkley back in a in a big way. Yeah. And I, I'm not optimistic that it'll happen quickly. I'm worried if it happens quickly, he could re-aggravate. It could re-aggravate, and yeah. then he's out all season. So, yeah, whole lot of good on Louis' team, whole lot of bad on my team. Good news, Jack, is that you're three and one. You started off hot. You can drop a few. Yeah, get your three team and two get, now. Get your team healthy. Expecting another loss next week, but we won't get into that. But True. Three and three. I'll be five hundred. It's fine. Let us talk some fantasy football. We're gonna go to Kyle versus Justin as the next matchup. Kyle, surprising to say, with 13,294, gets a very lucky victory this week against Justin, who puts up 12,252. Respectable scores from both teams. Kyle, with 13,294, that is a projected victory most weeks. He would have barely beat anyone else. I mean, he would have beaten, let's see, one, two, three, four other teams. But, like, that's a lucky win. With the landscape that was this week, Kyle is very lucky to win with 13,000 points. And, honestly, I'm worried. I don't don't know. I'm confused why Julio Jones hasn't been better. I mentioned that Matt Ryan has thrown the ball, like, 90-some times the last two games. It's been two bad weeks for Julio Jones. This only... is the same old story for Julio Jones. Yeah. This is every season. He's yeah. got big games and then a stretch of does where you're like, why did I draft this guy so high? I've lived it. I mean, this is sort of how Julio Jones has been. Tell me, Amari Cooper, I'm just excited for him, man. He was wasted on the Raiders, and he is in the spotlight on that Cowboys offense. 14 targets, 11 catches, 226 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, him and Zeke, Dak Prescott, that Cowboys team needs to be better. Yeah. That Cowboys team really needs to be better. You mentioned Juju earlier, blew the game for his team, but got 1,500 points. Sony Michel, 1980, really promising performance for him. Very encouraging with the way he was uh, has started out. Yeah, I mean, and with the competition from Rex Burkhead and James White yeah. and the other pieces, you, you know my motto. Never trust a Patriots running back, but strong week. Austin Eckler, really great, even with Melvin Gordon back, puts up 1480. Did you see how he got those 1480? He got 16 targets and 15 receptions. Yeah, that's not bad. Because the the game script was such that the Chargers were down. They got down 17 nothing, And so it was like, the Broncos were like, you can keep dumping it off to Eckler if you want. Yeah. Uh, but you're still losing to us by three possessions. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of dinking and dunking. Melvin Gordon only 580, and I believe he got like 16 touches. He's going to be First better. First game back. He's going to be better. Broncos. But what... what it's early to talk about uh, what is Austin Eckler going to be? 
here's the thing. I don't want to have both those guys. Well, I mean, we talked about this last week, but it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a headache to have to deal with. Who do you play, Eckler or Gordon? I guess you're saying that Gordon will pick it up and he'll become the main guy again, but... You would have to assume that. But even when he does, is there, like... you got to think... Is there a world where they're both startable every week? I don't know if in good matchups? production on the Chargers offense for them to both be startable, but... Yeah, maybe not. Well, with, maybe. with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams... Well, Keenan Allen doesn't do anything. Austin Hooper, man, he's been shockingly good this season. Uh... Number one tight end? Number one tight end really? of the year through five weeks. Wow. Mm. I didn't know that. Okay. Number one tight Even end. Even more shocking. On the year through five weeks. The uh, Falcons are bad. And Matt Ryan has to throw a lot. And the offensive line is terrible. And so he's just like, here, go out five yards and catch this, Austin Hooper. Let me get you 900 targets a game. Would you like that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean... Like you said, Kyle's Kyle's team, they put up a good week, but definitely in, in this week's landscape, uh, not an amazing performance. But in this week's landscape, an individual performance that's really carrying his team. I mean, Amari Cooper won in the matchup. Like, it's not even close, especially, especially when juxtaposed with Justin's wide receivers. Alshon Jeffrey only putting up 820, Emmanuel Sanders only putting up 140, and Cole Beasley only putting up 360. I mean that's that's it. That that lost just in the week. Yep. Yeah, that was tough. It's been real tough for Emmanuel Sanders after the hot start. I'm it's it's very discouraging for Justin what was looking like a promising wide receiving core has sort of stumbled uh significantly these last few weeks. And one of Justin's better weeks uh, this year. And, and the rest of the guys put it together. Freeman's been good in back-to-back weeks. 1,500 from him. Tariq Cohen, 1,000. That's all you're looking for from Tariq Cohen. Zach Ertz finally gets in the end zone with 1,420. Mohamed Sanu, a great, great stream by Justin. Great stream. We're just going to say that. 1,280 for him. Justin Tucker balling out as always. He kicked the game-winning field goal in overtime. It just went in. We were watching that live. It looked like it was going wide, and it snuck back in. Literally looked like magic. Yeah. Well, uh, it was it, that field goal. It was it was a 40-something yard field goal. And however many yards it was, it was like, take away five yards. It was going to be wide from like zero yards if we would have had a 30-yard field goal, that would have been wide. If we would have had a 35-yard field goal, it would have been wide. If it was a 40-yard field goal, it would have been wide. But it was a 45-yard field goal, and he magicked it in at the last second. He's a magician. I, he's a That's magician. why Justin drafts him third round every year. A, no. gr- a great stream of Carolina's defense with 1950 decided to sit the Rams against Seattle. Excellent choice. That got him 1,550 points. Net difference, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. Justin lost this week, really, because Kenny Galladay was on a bye. I think if Kenny Galladay's in, I think he has a massive week, uh, you know, enough to replace Cole Beasley's 360. Yeah, there's, there's, um, it's a, it's a disappointing, Justin's been lucky so far, and, and see, he drops to two and three, Kyle was up to three and two, but a disappointing week from Justin when you consider, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, more often than not, gets like 3,000. And then that gives Justin the win. And so, like, there was just a lot of things that 
could have been different and and uh, could have given Justin the victory. I and, stand by it though. I mean, I know I know your the narrative is you know Kyle's Kyle's win this week was lucky, and I, I buy that because you know my team threw the week because we knew the standards were so high this week, and it's smart. I, I save your points. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have felt good with a thirteen thousand point win this week. So I just I threw I threw things. You know me. I'm a man of high principles. Respectable. Um, I think I think Kyle's team is a juggernaut. I I really do. I think I think you got to put Kyle's team right up there with some of the some of the best teams in the league, and that's just because I I think his wide receivers are amazing. And I, I actually I like Jacoby Brissett. I I think Kyle. Well, they've got to buy next week, so he won't. But this was just a one week stream. I'm pretty sure for Kyle. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's got these. He he kept Matt Stafford on yeah, his bench. Yeah, I mean Matt Stafford is not worth <laughs> keeping. I'll I'll tell you that much. But anyways, I I really do like Kyle's wide receivers a lot. And with whoever it is, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, I know it's a problem, but it's a good problem to have. Um, Kyle's team scares me a bit. I mean, he's three and two now. I see his team definitely making the playoffs this year. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if if his team didn't make the playoffs. It's going to hinge on. Sony Michelle will be like the tipping point of like, is it a juggernaut? Yeah. Or is it just a good team? Yeah. If Sony Michelle is great and does this more often than not, like you said, his wide receivers have the firepower. Yeah. So if he's going to produce two good to great running backs on top of what his wide receiving core is, and Austin Hooper keeps getting this many targets, it doesn't matter who Kyle plays. Like Kyle could just stream quarterbacks weekly, and his team's going to be just fine. Yeah. Uh, what about Justin? I know we've talked about his running backs as being an issue. Still kind of is, I mean, still really is true. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... it's because he's he's back to only rostering the three running backs. With one of them being, with one of them the, being the Packers injured. backup running back. Who's, in, um, who's injured. Um, yeah, I mean, I do not have the confidence in Justin's team that I have in Kyle's team. And it's just, it's solely because of his running back situation. I just... Zero depth, and I mean, Patrick Mahomes also needs to be better. This is two down weeks for him in a row. Uh, but I'm not worried about Patrick. Mahomes. No, I'm not worried about him. But yeah, yeah, Justin, Justin's team still has potential. But um, yeah, the running back situation really does just scare me because as as decent as as Freeman has been, and and he's been good the last two weeks, it I'm still worried about him rest yeah. of the season. Like, I don't have any confidence that he's going to be consistent rest of the season. Um, and he's I'm got a really about good... Cohen, as in, I mean, yeah. this is only his second week getting over 1,000, and both of those are barely over 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, both 2 and 3, but, uh, or sorry, no, Kyle moved up to 3 and 2, Justin falls at 2 and 3. Um, so Justin's still in fine position, and uh, he'll look forward to bouncing back next week. Let's move on to the last matchup. Absolutely. We shall, we shall. A I battle of the brothers. There's a reason I saved this one for last. The, the Tierney Titans. I mean... A couple of titanic performances. A couple of titanic performances. Brian, Big Beak, Bob Law, Tierney. A brutal loss. I mean, not brutal in this week's standards, right. but most week's standards, a brutal loss. Putting up... 13,612. You think you're going to get a W with that point total most weeks. Yeah. Not this week, Brian. You lost to Big Bro. 14,580. Big Bro this week. 
Okay, I was going to say, you know he's his little brother. I know brother. he's his little brother, but it's not this week. Right. I'll show you the little brother. I'll show you who's little brother. Breeze nuts on your chin. <laughs> Dan the man putting up 14,580, beating Brian, mainly on the back of his running backs, but also on the back of his wide receiver one and wide receiver two. I just want to say one thing. You mentioned his point total, 14,500. This is how good Dan's team is. He gets a goose egg from his tight end, 600 points from his quarterback, and he almost eclipses 15,000. That's how good his positional players are. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, you just said it right there because... I'm glad you brought that up because I was about to just dive in yeah, go to his it. wide receiver one, two, and three, yep. and his running back one and two. Yep. And and then I was going to pass the baton over to you because <laughs> all I care about is those middle five players. Um, my goodness, I mean, we've been talking about how great Dan's team is. He moves to four and one, but I'm telling you, dude, Adam Thielen explodes for two touchdowns, 130 yards, seven catches, and then Tyler Boyd. 10 receptions on 14 targets for 123 yards and a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Leonard Fournette. I know I said you have the best one-two punch at running back in the league. Dan's got the best one-two-three combo. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on, on, on Dan's team? I mean, like you said, who cares about Phillip Rivers and Greg Olson? With those guys that I just talked about, Adam Thielen, Tyler Boyd, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, and throw in Leonard Fournette, that's a scary core five to deal with. Yeah, he's going to contend for some stuff this year. Uh, he moves to four and one. He's going to get Drew Brees back at some point, And then probably just play him every week. And, dude... And he's got DJ Moore on his bench with 1,200. And, like, DJ Moore's no slouch. I love... I mean, even if AJ Green comes back, I love Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's good. He gets the targets. Adam Thielen is delicious. <sighs> Adam Thielen is butter. He really is. Butter on a bagel. Yeah, I mean, Dan's team, Dan's team is solid. Leonard Fournette has been amazing. Leonard Fournette has been shockingly good. He leads the AFC in rushing yards. Did you know that? I did not. So, man. Yeah, man, oh man, oh man. He's got to figure out the tight end position. I don't know that Greg Olson is the answer. I mean, I don't know. The landscape is so bare. Bare in, if you will. As always. So I don't know if you just keep playing Greg Olson because he's had good weeks and he had a good week with Kyle Allen at the quarterback. But, man... I don't really even care. I don't really even care that he doesn't have a tight end. I love his team. I, I you give me those five guys that I that I've been talking about. Fill the rest. Fill. I mean, fill the roster with kickers. I I don't care. You'll get some W's with that core. And we haven't even mentioned New England getting twenty one hundred. Oh my gosh! It's one of their worst performances of the year. Yeah. Well, that not. Yeah. That's. I'm. I'm glad you said that because. That's been the consistent key. I mean, 1,400, 4,950, 2,000, 3,450, 2,100. Just monster performances from New England's defense. That does a lot. I mean, 
like you said right there, Dan had 2,100 from New England. Brian had 4,650 from Philadelphia. An absolutely brilliant defensive stream. Yes. Golf, I love, golf clap in the studio. I love to see it. Yeah. I love to see it. Brian had an early waiver position. And he took advantage of it. Now, he doesn't get the victory, which is really disappointing for him with 4,600 from your defense. But what a good job. Yeah. What a good job. An excellent defensive stream. He knows that more than like the way it was looking was that Darnold was going to be out one more week. It, it's been terrible for the Jets. So it's an excellent defensive stream. Um, but yeah, anyway, just you can continue, but... Yeah, I just, I love to see it. It makes me happy. No, I mean, nothing better than a good defensive stream. I have been trash at defensive <laughs> streams this season. To, to, to put it lightly, it has not been good. I actually streamed Philadelphia earlier this season, and they got me low 100s. Um, it sucks that it didn't, like you said, it sucks that it didn't result in a win, because that's what you like to see, a great waiver move. But he just didn't get enough from his wide receivers. Brandon Cook's only 6'10". Marquez Valdez Scantling only two thirty, Jamison Crowder only two hundred. I mean that's it right there. Especially when you look at what Dan's receivers <laughs> pulled in. Uh, that's that's the week. Not even Philadelphia's monster week could overcome it. Um, Evan Ingram only was seven seventy, but you, you know tight ends. Uh, Carlos Hyde, James Conner, David Montgomery three, not great, but. Solid running back performances. You really need to see more from James Conner. Um, unfortunate that Marlon Mack was questionable. That's why Brian had to keep him on his bench, but he actually had a good week to 16-30. Marlon Mack looked good. I mean, Kansas City's defense is trash. Kansas City's defense is notoriously bad at defending the run, which is why Marlon Mack would have been a good play this week. But He looked good. He looked yeah. really good. Yeah, he didn't look injured, that's for sure. Uh, Corey Davis with only 380. He's probably droppable at this point. That Titans defense offense is just so bad. Um, and yeah, hoping hoping Tyree Kill comes back for Brian's team soon. He, but he needs him back. You talk about you needing Saquon back, Brian. You talked about how bad his wide receivers were. He needs Tyree Kill. He back. can't be playing Jamison Crowder at this point. Not with, I like mean, I can't be playing Robbie Anderson. Right. Darnold needs to come back before you can play either of those players. Really disappointing from. I mean, it's. A, I don't mind the play of Scantling this week with with Adams out. Oh, definitely not. I mean, it, the, like the Packers put up thirty four points. Yeah. How Valdez Scantling only ended up with one catch is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson is so good, Jack. Twenty nine. Ninety two. Um, in in standard leagues, so in our league, um. Interceptions are only minus 100 or minus 1. Uh, and in standard leagues, they're minus 2 or minus 200. So in standard leagues, Russell Wilson is the QB1 on the year. Uh, in our league, uh, Lamar Jackson just barely edges him out because uh, Russell Wilson has zero interceptions, and I think Lamar Jackson has like three or four. Mm. Um, but Russell Wilson is incredible. and Russell Wilson is the... QB1 in, in real life, probably. Mm. Pat Mahomes Pat is Mahomes. better. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is better. But Russell Wilson's... That, that, you saw that throw. Russell right? Wilson He's, in Andy Reid's offense? 
I don't know. I mean, no, Mahomes has a better arm. But <laughs> shoot, uh, no, I, it would that would certainly be interesting. But yeah, so I don't know. James Conner, like you said, he needs to be better. But like I Is like, he I, be better? I like. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. He's not, his ceiling is lower. But James Conner, David Montgomery, and Marlon Mack, that is three solid running backs. I still believe in David Montgomery. Like, I think he's going to be better. I think he can still get it done there in Chicago. If Tyree Kill can come back, now, Brian's one and four. But so is Scott. And so is Greg. And I'm only two and three. And Anna's only two and three. And Justin's only two and three, so and, at one at one by next week I'll be three and three. Dad's only two and three, and so everyone's still alive, and Brian's team still has potential. And if Tyreek Hill, which it's looking encouraging, like he might be able to come back next week, if he can come back and start producing and be the stud that we know he is, Brian's team is going to look a lot different, and I think his he'll start putting some wins together. I I just can't imagine that Brian's going to have a bad season. He never does. He never does. Titanic tyranny performance. Great work, gentlemen. <laughs> great work, gentlemen. And honestly... Great work, everyone. Great work, everyone. Besides Jack, Greg... All right, we don't need to name names. <laughs> great work, everyone. No, it was an absolutely incredible week. Thrilling week to watch. Absolutely thrilling. Uh, I meant to... Uh, Oh man, I didn't even talk about how my I changed my team name to, to R.I.P. Scott's season, and Scott changed his team name to Tommy Sucks Bleep, C H O D E S S. I will spell it so that the kids can't understand. But yeah, it was uh, it was a fun week. It was, I I just like like we talked about at the very beginning. I just in my memory. I've never seen like I just don't remember anything ever like this in fantasy football. It was just in out of control week as far as point totals go for in, for individual players. Um, so, yeah, real quick, Louis in first place, 5-0. and Drew is in second, 4-1. and Dan is also 4-1 and in third. You've got you and Kyle at 3-2, and Kyle in fourth, edging you out in uh, points. You're in fifth. Me, Anna, Dad, and Justin are all tied at 2-3. and three. Anna leads in the points category, followed by me, then Dad and Justin in that order. Then you've got Scott, Brian, and Greg ranked in that order, all at one and four. So, no one's zero and five. No one is zero and five. Congrats to everyone, <laughs> yeah, for having a victory. Yeah, really honest to goodness. Honest stuff. to goodness stuff. Couldn't have said it better myself. Excellent stuff. Honest to goodness. Um. Great yeah. to be here in person with you, TJ. Yeah, dude, that's it. That's all she wrote? What do you got to say, Tommy? Anything else? Mm. Otherwise, I'll shout and scream and sing this party out the door. Uh, yeah, uh, all I will say is good luck to the 1-4 and four teams next week. You need a victory. Falling to 1-5 and five is, uh, is harsh. So Hard to come back from. Good luck, Scott. Good luck, Brian. And... Good luck, Greg. Although, you know, if Greg doesn't make any changes, he's probably going to lose again. So, anyway, anywho, any holler. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, I'll give you your soliloquy, and you can end things.
what's good for the goose isn't always what's best for the gander. Let's talk fantasy football. Do 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 